0: Welcome to the Team Engagement Podcast, where leaders of teams share their insights. Brought to you by Blue Sky Business Consulting, we discuss five questions in about 15 minutes. Welcome again. We're glad to have you here. Glad you chose to join us today. I am excited to introduce our guest. This is Chad Ingram, and he is the founder and CEO of Distro. And Chad, thank you so much. You're right here in Lehigh, which is close to where I live. So Lehigh, Utah is where you're based out of. But uh, thanks so much for joining me today. I really appreciate it. Tell the audience a little bit more about distro and what you folks do.
1: Well, it's funny. Before I do that, I just realized. So I had surgery last week. I told you that as we were getting started. And I shaved my beard for the first time in like 12 years. And I was hoping that you would see it before before I, uh, you know, like the, before it, before it grew back <laughs> and I need like another week so anyway it's kind of ironic now this will be seared in in the internet you know <laughs> That's true. um so so a little bit about distro distro is a, a a web-based application uh, in a marketplace to help uh, tech companies find hire and pay uh, people around around the globe um, distro automates essentially payments to over 200 countries. Allowing people to to find a much broader, more diverse pool of of uh, talented and skilled people.
0: Wow, that's great! So that's that's impressive. Two hundred countries. Wow. Yeah,
1: yeah. Quickly, it's more than that. It's like two twenty something or so. Wow. Well, that's a great
0: way to bring our worldwide community together. So love that. Yeah, definitely,
1: definitely. It's been pretty All exciting.
0: Right. <laughs> well, good. I'm glad it's been exciting for you. All right, well, let's go ahead and get started with our questions. Our first question, Chad, as you've been growing your business,
1: is there a challenge that you've overcome that you're especially proud of? You know, um, yeah, like I think, I think initially assembling the team was going to be difficult. That was one big challenge I was concerned about. My last startup, we were VC backed. We, we grew and, and ended up selling after a few years. And um, I regretted in that business not having a co-founder. And so getting a team together, the the essential core team, I think was one one big challenge we were working on. The second one that's a little bit more tactical was um, as we were launching our product about a year ago, because we've only been doing distro for about a year and a half, um, the the big challenge was, again, more of a product and logistical challenge was how to get users to join distro um, to be hired on that side of the marketplace. And um, that was, it felt really good to to be able to get that done. And we actually did it really quickly and, you know, basically built a funnel to be able to gather users to join distro who want to be hired by, you know, mostly American tech companies.
0: Wow. Yeah, that's a big challenge. Assembling a team is a big deal. So glad that that was something that you uh, kind of worked out. So congratulations on that. All right. Question number two. Um, How can a leader help to kind of foster or nurture creativity within the team or the company?
1: Yeah, I think this this is one that a lot of uh, people struggle with. Uh, And by people, I mean leadership at companies. And and in my space is startups in particular, right? And um, it's hard because there's a balance of like helping people know what to do and what they should be doing versus saying, go do what you feel is best to do. And I tend to to lead on the side of letting people um, choose for themselves. Uh, so, so the way to do that is is by, by creating a very clear definition of of uh, the company vision, which is you know I like to look at the Jim Collins framework of uh, you know what is the purpose of a company? You know, what's the purpose at the company? Uh, What are the core values of the company, which is like how we behave, you know, how, how do we act? How do we make decisions? Those are the core values. And then ultimately the mission, which is not like a mission statement. Mission is more like where are we going and by when, and what does it look like? What does success look like? And so when you can define those things a little bit more broadly, you can let, is think of maybe a little bit more of the strategy. Um, you can you can let your team members decide what they want to do and how to get there. And so it, like, think of it like a freeway, right? Like we're all headed in the same direction on the I-15 headed south. You can pick your lane. As long as we're moving in the same direction, we're all moving into relatively good speed. Um, we shouldn't mess up, right? Because the freeway creates the guardrails. And that's what I think creating and defining an aligned purpose values and mission do to to a company. I like
0: that analogy a lot because it it, allow, it it's a good picture. When you think about different you know lanes within the on the freeway there and and the cars all going yeah. different different speeds but all moving in the same direction that works really right. well. Yeah, I like that. That's great. All right, question number uh, question number 3. How can leaders help the team members to develop trust with each other?
1: Um, that's, that's really interesting. This one's harder. Uh, this one's definitely harder. Um, I think, I think maybe to answer that question, it's more about describing what it looks like, like what success looks like. And I, and it's ironic because you would think that like on the surface, a team that trusts each other is a team that doesn't fight uh, a team that gets things done, you know, quickly. Sometimes a team that, that, uh, you know, argues less <laughs> but i think a, a team that that trusts each other is a team that that actually fights a little bit more you know productively uh but that they're challenging one another um going back to um oh i'm forgetting who the author is uh five dysfunctions of a team is a great book if if you oh, uh, yeah patrick Lencioni, and he he says something that I'll, I'll never forget when i read that book years ago it was it was um It's important to foster trust within the leadership and with the team you're leading um, in both directions, up and down, um, to allow people to to weigh in. Regardless of whether people disagree or not, um, weigh in is buy in. Okay. So whether they actually agree on the thing that we're doing, when somebody has been heard, um, you know, then, then, they're more likely to participate, right? When they feel like they haven't been hurt or they've been shut down too quickly, that no holds bar. They they just it just doesn't build trust. It doesn't foster trust. So you have to create an environment where people can be completely open with each other. And and it's okay to let them fight. I remember there was a uh there I had an executive team meeting. We'd meet every Monday. And at, I think it was 10 a.m. in my last startup. And, and this was big. You know, we had like at the time, I don't know, 60, 65 people. And um, my leadership team was made of, I think six or seven of us. And we're sitting in a room and I, I've got uh, one of one executive leader who's, who's yelling at another executive leader. And he's yelling back because, you know, he feels attacked. And this one feels unheard, you know, or dismissed. And I remember sitting there like, thinking, I should probably stop this. And then I remember thinking right after, I remember thinking immediately, no, you shouldn't, let it play out. (laughs) And and ultimately they arrived at the conclusion that they were just misunderstanding each other. And and the biggest lesson learned in that is that the, the, the evidence of me trusting somebody is me telling them the truth, regardless of how I think they might feel about it. If I didn't trust somebody, I say nothing. If I do trust somebody, I say something.
0: Hmm. Interesting. I like that approach a lot. And I really like what you said about that weigh-in equals buy-in or leads to buy-in. I think that that's really important because you do. we're we're always going to have disagreements. People are always going to have disagreements in any setting. And some are certainly more serious than others. But the opportunity to speak your mind and to feel like you've been heard and at least it's been considered, that's a big deal. That's a big deal and uh, allowing people to do that with each other. I think that's a great way to help build trust. So fantastic. All right. Question number four. Is there a a, a challenge that uh, or maybe something happened that you kind of perceived it originally as a failure, but you turned it into a win?
1: Yeah. um, This is kind of interesting. I was trying to think there for a second. I was reading over the the question. you know, there's so many. I'm sure, uh, but one that that just came to me is that we were, we got started. To give you a little context, we got started with Distro or the idea for Distro in the fall of 2021, and we started writing code in November or so uh, on our product and and built our MVP to go to market in like April, March, March or April of um uh, of 2022. So last year, yeah. and. Very quickly, we, you know, we, we started um, getting, you know, attention from potential customers. Like, you know, in order to get customers, we, we reached out to some people in my network and, and basically said, Hey, here's a problem that we're solving. And we think we can solve it in a pretty significant way. Are you also having this problem? And would you be willing to help us and test it with us? And they said, yeah, yeah, that, you know, for sure. We'd love to help most of the time when you ask somebody for help, they're willing to help you, you know? Um, So we hit the ground running and we started selling very quickly um, and which, which was great. And because we started selling really quickly, we started getting, you know, uh, venture capitalist groups and venture, uh, venture investors, early stage investors reaching out to, to distro. And um, so it was funny. We actually had one group uh, come after us and, and uh, give us an offer to, to invest last year, last summer, like really quickly. Um, and generally it doesn't happen like that. Usually you run a process and you go out and you meet with a lot of groups and boil them down into a funnel. And and uh, it's kind of a tedious process, but it seemed great. It seemed great. All right, somebody's going to reach out. It'll save us a ton of time just to take an offer from somebody. And so then it turned out um, like two weeks later, while we're kind of talking, negotiating two weeks later, the market just tanked in the NASDAQ and tech, which is mostly tech last right. summer. I think this was June. I want to say June last summer is when that tanked and everything changed. So they called us and they retraded their offer in half. You know, the market's changing. We don't know what's going to happen, this and that. And and that was kind of a bummer. It was, a you know, on the surface, it seemed like a failure. And so immediately it seemed like we should just walk away from that. And, and we did. So we chose not to. And so. Had we taken money from them in desperation or something like that, which we didn't technically have to have, then we were surviving fine. Yeah, um, yeah. But had we taken that money, you know, it could have got pretty dicey uh, for us. Uh, as 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 the economy for the the venture backed startups and the venture capitalists uh, in the last nine months has been just hammered. Uh, as you know, especially evidence of that is the the more recent Silicon Valley Bank collapse, which. Right. You know, we we're all customers of in our industry, right? So, um, so in in that sense, I think something that on the surface could have felt like a failure or viewed as a failure then um, actually turned out to be something pretty awesome uh, that we didn't do.
0: So it was a good decision not to do it.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's uh, it is difficult
0: sometimes when you have those moments and things can turn on a dime fast, and then it's like, ouch, that hurts. But then you look back on it after a little bit of time and you realize, okay, maybe that was a, a thing for the better, you know, that blessing in disguise, cloud has a silver lining, all those phrases. But right. I'm glad that's something that, uh, that worked out well for you in the long run. So that's
1: great. Yeah. It's not It's not every day you think, yeah, we're going to turn down, you know, $3 million. <laughs>
0: right. Right. It's like, no. well, thanks. Okay. Yeah. Big decision. <laughs> right. I'm glad it worked out. Well, question number five, our last question. Tell us a little bit about your first job.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, maybe this is the, when I, when I hear a job, I think like, you know, employment, but so maybe this is the wrong answer. But, um, my first job is when I was, uh, uh, a, a, uh, I think I was nine years old. So me and my brother who was two years older than me, so maybe I was eight, I was eight or nine and he was, you know, 11 or 12 and we'd write our, well, we, we asked our parents to take us to Walmart to buy stencils and spray paint. Cause you can't buy spray paint as a kid. Right. Um, and so, and then we would we would go around and my brother would paint the curbs. Now looking back, like I'm kind of upset about it because he should have been selling, but I was selling. And so maybe we take turns, I can't remember, but I do remember going door to door and I would go door to door and like, and uh, sell um numbers painting on on curbs in California where I grew up. I grew up in LA. And so I would I would go knock doors as a kid and we we charged like 30 dollars 40 back then. That was a lot of money to a little yeah. kid. And uh we'd go do like 8 of those in an afternoon after school and we had a ton of money. Yeah. Kids <laughs> in cash. So and I don't think our parents even like really knew how much money we made. I don't think they even thought to ask. But we'd go do that a handful of times when we wanted some money. But that was the first thing that that we had done. Um, you know, uh, I yeah. Love
0: that. Obviously an entrepreneur from a young age, going out yeah. and making yourself. That's yeah. awesome. Oh, I like that. I like that. That's a great story. And there are no wrong answers. Your answer is the wrong answer. Whatever you view as your as your first job, that's the one that counts. So I just yeah. I love hearing the answers. It's it's fun to hear different people's experience on work and entrepreneurship. A lot of people their first job was something, babysitting, mowing lawns, paper route. Uh, you know, stencil. That's a new one. I haven't heard that one. But uh, doing some yeah. spray painting the numbers. I think that's a great idea. So,
1: yeah, it is awesome. Yeah, it's, great. it's always funny in stencils. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's a great way to look at it. That's a great way to look at it. Well, Chad, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Really enjoyed having you on. How can people get a hold of you?
1: Yeah, so you can uh, follow me on Instagram, uh, which is Chad Ingram, the number eleven at uh, you know at Instagram. Um, You can also uh, email me. That's Chad C H A D at distro.io, or you can just go to our website and and, uh, try distro for free. So distro is free to use. Um, it's a pretty simple platform. You pay nothing until you hire somebody. And so you can meet lots of people from around the world. Um, great cool. platform. We'd love your feedback. So, um, you can reach out to me via email or of course, I'm on LinkedIn as well. You can search my name, Chad Ingram.
0: Fantastic. What's the website one more time?
1: The distro, D-I-S-T-R-O, uh, dot Io. Io. Yeah.
0: That's the important part is that extension. It's not dot com dot I know. Exactly. Great. Chad, thank you again. Really appreciate you being on the show. Have a great day, everyone. This is Sean Richards with the Team Engagement Podcast, where leaders of teams share their insights. For more ideas, go to teamengagementpodcast.com. We also invite you to follow or subscribe to our podcast wherever you may be listening or watching. Is your business thriving? Go to tbs-score.com to find out. Thanks for joining us today. Have a great day.